piss and poop. Let's go. What's up, sweet peas? Welcome back for another episode. Episode 14, that is. Today, I'm joined by Devin Luna, the wonderful. Hey, how's it going? And <laughs> your beautiful host, Kelton Burns. What's up, everyone? And my name is Alex Curtis. Today, we got kind of a weird episode for you guys. Uh, due to some circumstances, it's going to be a little bit funky, so I hope you enjoy. Yeah. Let's fucking strap in. <laughs> strap in. So, today's episode is going to be nothing like any previous episode. If you listen to the last one, I gave kind of a warning. But, unfortunately, we're pre-recording this episode a week early because... Chances are, if you're listening to this right now, we're on the road. Yeah. Yeah, actually. That's, yeah. A, that's a big true. If you listen to this, we are not in the state that we all live in. So... We're gonna be in Montana or or, or Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's how people talk over there. I don't think so either. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but we're gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> so today, since we already covered this week's news in a previous episode, we are. I'm instead gonna be reading off some interesting fun facts. And, uh, yeah, maybe gonna, you know these facts already, maybe you don't. We're going to talk about them. But we're going to talk about them. We're, we're going to talk about them. You just so, going random? You going full randomized? I'm going full random. Man. And I have not looked at this before, so I literally... Flipping some of through. these might not even be that cool. Flipping but. through. Dude, the audio is fucking tripping me out right now. Alex, I hear Kelton in your mic so much. Well, I'm going to cut like that all out. City. Yeah, that's going to be gone. Um, <laughs> number one fact. I mean, not number one fact, but the first fact of the episode. It's the number one. I hope one. you guys are ready. It's, it's the number one fact. Number one fact, yeah. <laughs> so, again. No, I'm saying I can't continue like this because this is fucking terrible. Cutting that Audio out, too. terrible. First fact that we're going through. <laughs> fact number Fuck one. Fuck you, dude. Can we fix the echo? <laughs> there is, I, there's no fixing it. First fact. Roughly 100 people die every year by choking on ballpoint pens. And this is from... Uh, <laughs> This book of more perfectly useless information by Mitchell Simmons. Choking on ballpoint pens? I can't. Okay, so, like, I've seen people, like, you know, like, they chew on the end of a ballpoint pen, but who the fuck are these people are putting all the way into their mouth? Are they choking on the cap? Full insertion. Why is this necessary? I've definitely, like, I've definitely, like, chewed on a pen or a pencil before, like, back, like, when I was in school or if I'm like writing whatever sometimes I'll like fucking do weird shit like that but like I'll like fidget with the pen and like end up I always you know that thing that's on the pen to like hook it on the notebook yeah. I always break that shit off yeah 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 same sometimes I bite on that shit and like but man what is this just full choking hazard that is happening like <laughs> De- Devin can you fucking set some light on this dude are you uh one of the full insertion type ballpoint pen suckers or are you just like we're talking about we're talking about when you're just chewing on a pen in class <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah nah i'll usually fuck up the clicker part mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. it fuck up the clicker yeah same uh, dude i remember <laughs> disassembling 
mechanical pencils and reassembling them and feeling like I'm a goddamn mechanical engineer <laughs> genius, dude. <laughs> Putting the spring back like in a, a fucking s- pen, dude. <laughs> so, it's like a sniper laid out right in front of you. I'm really just trying to imagine having a full pen lodged in my throat and it's just not, it's not fucking... Okay, but a hundred, nice. roughly 100 people die every year from this. How many people choke and don't die? Is that in the thousands? <laughs> like, or, thousands is it the, or is it the same amount of people that die every time? <laughs> I don't know. All I would say is that's fucking sketch, dude. A pen in your air pipe. That sounds fucking gnarly, dude. Count me uh, out. Bleh. Count me out. Makes me not feel good. Move on. I'm Move on, dude. I need a new fact. <laughs> fact number <laughs> two. Give me the heebie-jeebies. Eating and drinking while driving is a serious problem. Most incidents occur while drivers are on their way to work. If they spill something on their work clothes, they're more likely to try to remove the stain, become distracted, and cause an accident. And this is from the 10 most dangerous foods to eat while driving from insurance.com. Man, uh, this is funny that we picked, uh, you know, that fact at random, because I literally was fucking eating a full two-handed burrito and saucing it up with (laughs) salsa today while I was driving out Mount Baker Highway going to the Racehorse Falls. I was like, I had my knee on the steering wheel. (laughs) I think this fact is intended for people that uh, care about dripping shit all over them. Mm -hmm. If I'm eating while I'm driving, I'm in a hurry, dude. Fuck it. I gotta go somewhere. True that. I don't care if I got a little sauce on my pants. True that. You work in a kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll always have sauce on my pants. Yeah, exactly. Sauce on the pants is just, <laughs> you can't escape it. It's a it's a yeah. fact of everyday life. I got napkins in the car. It's okay. Got nap- I got tied to go sticks. Got those nappy cans. You got to go, you have tied sticks, bro? <coughs> <laughs> okay, so this is why you're not concerned. Of course he has tight sticks. I'm never concerned. <laughs> fact number three. Sticks. A 92-year-old Chinese woman recently gave birth to a 60-year-old baby. And this is from The Curious Case of the Stone Baby what? by Diane Mapes. Wait, what? Repeat that. A 92-year-old gave birth to a 62-year-old? A 60-year-old baby. A 60-year-old baby? Yeah, and that's all the information that I have on this fact. There's I fucking, honestly can't even comment on how the fuck else? does that happen. That's, there's nothing else. just want you guys to dwell on that Call, one. Can you, can you, what was that? Can the I mysterious not, case a, of the stone baby? Yeah. What in the flying fuck? All right, anyone who's listening... If this sounds like some ridiculous shit, I mean, there's a source here. Oh, but, uh, no. Okay, I see. I see now. This makes more sense. They found a mummified. Fu- uh, wait, no. I don't know. Ah, yeah, dude. Ah. Oh, no. This is weird. No, I looked it up. Just rare 40-year-old stone baby found an elderly woman. What the fuck? Wait, She just went to the doctor baby? for pelvic pain? Yeah, it was just like a little calcified four-pound fetus oh. called a lithopedian. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Ah, oh, God, that is... No, nah, why did I even look that up? What the fuck? Dude, a lithopedian. It's a lithopedian. Fact, I don't... number four. <laughs> yeah, move on from Urine that. with a sweet oh, odor shit. can indicate the blood sugar is being excreted. A warning sign for diabetes. The smell is also caused by starvation and ketonuria, a result of excessive dieting. And this is from What Your Urine Is Telling You About Your Health from MSN Health and Fitness. <laughs> All right, listen up, sweet peas. If you have sweet urine. If you have sweet pee. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you might, you might be cause for concern. Get that checked out. Your pee shouldn't smell good. You don't want it to smell good. You don't want it to smell bad. Yeah, when you eat a lot of asparagus, man. Yeah, I mean, if you're dehydrated as fuck, like, that piss does not smell good. <laughs> well, that was a fun one. That was a fun that one. Was so fun. That was a fun one. That was so fun. That was... 
<laughs> so what the fuck we got next? Fact number five. Excessive heat causes not only physical stress, but psychological stress as well, to a degree that causes yeah. an increase in violent crime. And this is from Heat Wave, a social autopsy of disaster in Chicago by Eric I can attest to that, dude. Working, working in a hot kitchen during a fat even... dinner rush. I'll go insane on a motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> I'm not myself in the kitchen. I'm, I apologize for what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, let's... But I can, I can see that happening, dude. Being like stranded in a desert would be one of my biggest fears. Fuck that. Really? Yeah. Mm. I have an irrational fear of being baked alive in an oven. I don't know why. That's like just a weird irrational fear I've always had. Just being like stuffed in an oven. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't sound pleasant. Fact number six. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> Male desert rats have sex up to 150 times in an afternoon. This is from Chimpanzees Don't Wear Pants. A retired psychiatrist takes a second look at human nature by Edward G. Long. 150 times in an afternoon? Yep. Man. I mean, yeah. that's a lot. That just kind of sounds like a... Reminds me of bonobos, man, when I was like learning about bonobos. I can't even get a girl to hold my hand. I was going to say, that's 150 more times than I've ever had sex. Dear God. <laughs> what is fucking, going on? Tonight I'm going to dream of being a desert rat. Dream of being a desert rat, dude. Yeah, I mean, or you could dream of being a bonobo. They just have sex for everything. Like, hello, goodbye, how are you, greetings, farewells. It's all of it. It's just, they just have sex for it. And everyone has sex. Everyone has sex in bonobo culture. Everyone with each other, dude. It's fucking really time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. That's for me. When threatened, the hairy frog or horror frog <laughs> intentionally breaks its own bones to produce claws that puncture through the frog's toe pads to become defensive weapons. <coughs> and this is from the top ten deadly animals. These guys are. Flexing their bones through their skins? They break their bones through their hands. And use them as weapons? Yeah. That's fucking badass! That's so savage, Sounds like a fucking superpower. Yeah, it's so savage. Imagine breaking, like, your forearm to use the fucking broken bone to cut someone. Yeah, dude. I was just gonna say, like, you fucking just, like, middle arm, and then you just punch somebody, and instead of the fist, they just get full jagged bone. That is gnarly, dude. Gnarly. These, these frogs are ahead of the game, though. <laughs> fucking, they're willing to go to the fucking some lengths to protect themselves, man. Dear Lord. Hit us with it. Fact yeah. number seven: If you swim in an ocean area known to contain sharks, avoid wearing yellow or orange. Sharks have very good eyesight and find these colors particularly irritating. And this is from the top ten most dangerous animals in the world by AOL Travel. Um, sorry, I got a question. Like, are you trying to make the sharks more comfortable? Like, are they going to be less likely to come to you if they sense your colors as comfortable? Or if they're pissed off, they're just going to come fucking straight for you? Like, is it irritating? Like, they're like, they're like, I don't like those. I want to get away from them. Like, they irritate their eyes. Or is it they see these colors and they're like, fuck that thing. (laughs) They just want to go straight and kill it. Like, what is this? What is the irritation of sharks like entail? You know, this is, I don't know, man. I don't want to wear colors that are going to make sharks real comfortable to look at me and get closer to me. And I would just want to wear a shark that so. doesn't even like give me a second glance, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. Fuck that. Deep ocean sketch. 
Yeah, I don't fuck with the deep ocean. That shit scared me for hell long, bro. I don't really think about it at all. Fact number eight. When pulled, more than half of four to six-year-olds pick watching television over spending time with their fathers. This is Television Health, Television Statistics. Compiled by the TV Free America. So, like, fuck dad, I'm watching TV? Yeah, dude, Rugrats is on. Get the fuck out of my face, dad. Yeah. And that's that's why people's dads only have "Are you winning, son?" as like a conversation starter. It's sad. I mean, and probably I bet a lot of these four to six year olds, their dads aren't around. Big true. Yeah, true. Big true. Yeah. Dad's probably out doing some shit or in another state. Well, fuck dicks. <laughs> fuck, dicks. <laughs> fuck dicks. That's what they all are. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> Fact, I think number eight. It is against the law. In several states, to dance to the Star Spangled Banner. And this is from Weird, Wacky, and Wonderful Facts about our amazing America. Did you know? By Travel America. Dude, music just makes me lose control. And, uh, Dude, I fucking start. The Star Spangled Banner Dude. is playing. Catch me at the beginning of a football started. game twerking. Just twerking to that fucking anthem. Upside down. Is this one of those laws, you know, like, where. Something something happened and somebody was fucking breaking out in the dance in the middle of this fucking anthem or the Star Spangled Banner. Someone's like, shut that shit down now. And they're like, well, we can't have that ever again. We need to make this an actual law. Or is this just somebody was like... You have to be respectful to the song. Yeah. You cannot dance. Like sitting in the law room and they're like, you know what? We need to, we need to nip this in the bud before it becomes a thing. No dancing during the fucking man. You can't tell me what to do when I'm listening to music. You can't tell me anything. Jesus. Jesus. Hit it. Fact number nine. In 1992, Nike paid Michael Jordan $2 million to promote their shoes, as much money as the combined wages of all the workers in the factories that made the shoes. And this is from... But they all... Wait, this is from Diana Elizabeth Kendall's and others' Sociology in Our Times. Oh, man. That just makes me... That's just a... So sad. Disappointing fact. That's just, yeah, disappointing fact number one. It's just... All the other ones, it was like we were riding a high of just great facts, and this one just really slammed me down. Yeah, man. It came from rats having sex 150 times to your classic capitalist exploitation. Fact number 10, another folk remedy recommended recommends rubbing earwax on cold sores or severely cracked lips to heal them. And this is from Country uh, Folk Medicine, Tales of Skunk Oil, Sassafras Tea, and Other Old Time by Elizabeth Janos. That just does not sound folk good. Folk medicine. I mean, <clears throat> earwax. Skunk oil. Ear, earwax on your lips? Yeah. Nah. No. Never in my and, life. I mean, maybe if I was like deep forest, I was like my lips. <laughs> deep forest, dude. Who, I've been stranded for three months. Who just has enough earwax? Enough earwax on hand to just fucking coat their entire all their lips with it. Dude. Oh, dude, yeah, you should check is... my brother's ears. Oh no, this shit is fucking insane. Oh no, dude. One time, oh, I had an ex girlfriend no. of mine was like. I want to look inside your ears. I was like, all right, whatever. So she got her flashlight out, and she's, like, looking deep inside my ear, and she's like, oh, I think I see something. And she, like, gets out her tweezers, and she starts digging around in my ear, and she pulled out, like, a fucking jelly bean-sized chunk of, like, black 
and orange earwax. It was nuts, bro. Yeah, bro like it was me the so lodged so in there. Me the jibities, it was like jibities. years of buildup. And when she removed it, my hearing fucking went insane. Like suddenly I could hear better than I've been able to like remember previous to that moment being able to hear. And she went to the other ear and found like a similar thing. And it was just like a fucking massive clog backup. And she just got them both out. It was fucking nuts. They were like deep in there to where when she was like digging around trying to get it out, it like hella hurt because it was so close to my eardrum. But Fuck she fucking that. got them out, dude. It was wild. And I, I, I think I might Q-tip too much, and they say when you Q-tip too much, you have the risk of pushing shit deeper in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> it's just like put liquid or some shit in there. But I remember I, I was grossed out by it, and she was just straight fascinated. Like I, I know I've had like another ex-girlfriend the past that like super obsessed with pus and pimples. Oh, like they would yeah. watch, they would watch hella videos that. of people getting their cysts and stuff. I can't watch. I that. hate watching those. Yeah. It's just I'm not about it. It's the they'll spend hours. The forbidden froyo. Hours just, just coming out of someone's bag. Yeah, the hours like huge like football sized cysts just liquid <laughs> pouring out. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just watch that shit. And I'm like, oh bro, that's fucking cringe. Yeah, dude. that shit makes my skin feel like it's just ugh, coming Have out. Have you guys dude. seen bot flies? Bot flies. Dude, I'm pretty yeah, sure. they're little larvae that will burrow into yeah. your skin and then they uh, turn into like a fly and you got to get them like, rem- or when they get removed, they just leave a fat hole in your skin. Yeah, yeah my, my dad had one of those, bro, fucking hell a long time ago. I mean, fucking lived in another yeah, state. Shit I think the first time that I can remember like ever feeling disgusted at human fluids was I was watching the Amanda Bynes show, like whatever, I forget the actual name for it, maybe that was it. And someone was filling a giant tank full of snot and even though it's like the Amanda Bynes show, it's obviously fake snot or whatever. The concept of having so much snot in a big tank like that, like that was the first, I must have been like seven or eight. That was the first time I like physically felt like myself gag almost. Where I, was I like, hate that. Yeah. Oh my God. And I was, Someone I never watched that on me, again. sneezes on me, any, any sort of part of another human being that comes out of their fucking head or something i don't know dude any fluid so many times away from me. at work i can't move my hands to my face because i'm too busy working <laughs> and i'll have to sneeze and i'm wearing a mask because of covid and this has happened like eight times i'll just big ass sneeze in my mask and i just have to sit there and feel the fucking wet snot pressed up against my fucking top of my uh. mouth and like my cheeks and shit and just fucking keep working until that shit dries and what the fuck that's, that's, <laughs> that's oh, happened hella dude. times like oh not hella times like seven times stop. and it's fucking horrible dude stop. <laughs> fact number 10 stop, fact number 10 <laughs> spiders are once thought to be an effective cure for malaria and were eaten alive in pat of butter or in a spoonful of syrup in india a spider webs were considered more effective and were rolled into pellets and ingested orally and this is from an illustrated history of malaria by charles m poser and gw bruin Human medicine has really just gone through some fucking shit, dude. Dude, I think about that sometimes. Like, oh, how, like, oh, we have to take this crazy weird thing that they have a crazy weird way of making to solve this thing. Like, yeah. so much trial and error over the past thousands yeah. and thousands of years to get to that point. So much. And, like, bear, like, everything that we know is edible and not edible and, like, all that shit. Like, I'm so glad that we're alive past that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this shit's been figured out. Like, we don't have to fucking... You walk into a doctor's office and he's like, all right, well, I've got a spider, a beetle, <laughs> some, some different kinds of random fucking little goops that I've concocted. Like, like, try any one of these. They might help. You're just eating sp- fucking spider webs, rolled up. Poisonous mushrooms. Yeah, poisonous. Yeah, dude. Poisonous mushrooms. It's like in, They're probably like, if you eat it, it'll make you puke and it'll yeah. cleanse your body or some shit like dude, that. Dude, and, and, uh, like the time of 
bloodletting when they just oh, when they were yeah. like when they were like oh yeah like he's you, know, you got a virus or a disease or a sickness it's like let's just fucking let out a bunch of blood and hope that it comes out and it's like what the fuck they just that's just gnarly dude man yeah like when Kelton said it man thankful to be alive during this time <laughs> like where that yep. shit's all figured out fact for the most part obviously 11. we're still learning Fact number 11, 8% of people admit to having sex with a cousin and 6% confess to doing it with a sibling or half-sibling. And this is from Are You Normal About Sex, Love, and Relationships by Bernice Kanner. Did you say 8%? Yes. So, wait, wait, 8%, 8% of, of Americans? or 8% That's of, too much more percent than people. I'd like. 8% of people. I wonder how wide that study was and where it was done. Yeah, where was that state? Where was that Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh shit, you know. I always wonder about those studies, you know, like when you see something that's like, oh, like 40% of Americans. And it's super important to figure out those facts of how many people took part in the study, yeah. where it took place, when it took place, who was taking a place, yeah. where they were. It's like, oh, they say 40% of Americans like this, and you're like, I don't recall ever getting asked this. It yeah. <laughs> could be fucking 200 people in a college somewhere. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Dear Lord. Do so you guys have anything else to say about 6% having sex with their siblings? No, nah, I would prefer not to speak on that. That's fucked up. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I fucking It's know. like the fucking biggest trend in porn right now. That's fucking... Fact number it's 12. Like... Two out of three men say they would have sex for cash, and 16% of them would do it for $150 or less. And this is from the same book, Are You Normal About Sex, Love, and Relationships? by Bernice Kanner. Nice. How much money yeah. would someone have to pay to have sex with them? Like a random, random ass person. Talking with you. you don't even get to know what they look like. Uh, but it's a female. Um, uh, random person wants to pay me to have sex. No idea. And they're clean. No, yeah, and they're clean. Yeah, is this the is this part of the deal? <laughs> like. Yeah, no, this is as like a lot as, of hashing like, out we're doing on this, this. This is a lot of hashing out. I'm going to assume they're girls just because I know that we're all straight. I'm just going to say 10K. Oh, I have way lower standards, fuck. I've... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's go with the solid, just solid 500. That's what I was going to say, 500. Solid 500? 95. Just to... 9,500 like dollars. Throw less my... than Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, Alex is <laughs> fucking prime rib, dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Me and, Al- me and Devin are just the discount steaks. Fucking brisket. Fucking <laughs> discount steaks, dude. <laughs> uh, low, low morals, I guess. Holy hell, dude. I'm going to get out. I've done worse. I think I <laughs> wandered into the sex facts section. I'm you, just leaving you this. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving this. Um, Let's see. Just talking. <laughs> We're not going to dive into it. You're, just, you're not going to dive into people. I don't want to just whack the back of Americans. facts. Twenty percent of Americans would fuck their goldfish. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> All right, dude, hit us, hit us with it. Dude, some of these facts are just sad, and I don't want to read them out because it's not funny. It's like, oh, that's fucking lame. That's fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Well, you're just gonna have to hit us with one. Uh, um, you're just gonna have to hit us with it. In a 2005 National Household Survey on drug use and health, 46% of U.S. residents aged 12 and older admitted that they have used marijuana one or more time in their life. 
Say forty six percent. Yes. But what, where was that from? Fuck, I didn't. That was from your brain on marijuana, teen drug rehab treatment centers, alcohol and drug rehabs for young adults, addiction treatment. That was in two thousand five. Un- twelve and under. Twelve and above. Admit. Oh, 12 and above. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Uh, well, I guess the I first time I smoked weed was when I was, like, 13. <laughs> yeah, Devin, I remember getting high with you. I can't even hear Alex again. That's all right. Um, yeah, we had great times, Devin. Great, great times. <laughs> Fact... The next fact, because I have lost track of the fucking numbers, is fecal transplant is becoming an increasingly popular option to the treatment of severe bacterial infections, such as the superbug, which is resistant to many antibiotics. The transplant calls for the use of disease-free feces from a patient's close relative whose bacteria somehow defeats the infection. And this is from The Big Necessity, The Unmentionable World of Human Waste and Why It Matters by Rose George. Fecal transplant? Yeah, so you get one of your close family members... Um get the poop out of their body and put it into your body and it does Yums. it does what Yums. it does what it defeats you? the infection wow that's pretty interesting i mean like it's kind of fucking gnarly as fuck but like that's really I mean, how did they fucking figure that one out dude? okay you know, how the <laughs> fuck did they figure that one out like and who who's the first person to just suggest I have an idea. this dude and like the test subject yeah like, like board of doctors it must have been, around. But no, it must have been on like a test thing, like rats or something. Like, let's try switching their poop. Like, man, the psychopaths that must test on rats, dude. Holy How many fuck, things didn't dude. work? I know, right? Like, what, put their, know, what things put haven't it, we let's heard? Let's put its piss in its stomach. <laughs> They're just moving people's fluids, switching them around, moving them around to different parts of their bodies, dude. Like, yeah, I just want to apologize after this part. That was horrible. But here's another gross one. <laughs> the Rashtriya Swayamsiak Singh is developing a soft drink made from the urine of cows. In parts of India, cow urine is considered sacred. And this is from the... Can we just wander into the shit and piss section? This yeah. is called They Call It Metal Yellow by Matthias Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the piss section. You just stumble out of the sex section and you're like, just piss and poop, let's go. That's next. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving, I'm moving on. Yeah, move on, dude. I don't need more of these. <laughs> you guys are going to talk about the Mellow Yellow? <laughs> <laughs> um, Devin? Uh, you got, you got <laughs> I have nothing to say. Uh, you don't want to slide up for a nice, warm glass of Mellow Yellow? Mm. So many people, in, I, I don't know, I've seen documentaries of people doing that shit for health benefits, and I'm like, no. Bovine beverage? Next, fact. <laughs> Tsunamis can travel unnoticed in deep water as fast as 500 miles an hour across an entire ocean in less than a day. And this is from Tsunami Facts, How They Form, Warning Signs, and Safety Tips by the National Geographic News. Travel yeah, underwater? Sketch. Yeah, in deep ocean. I didn't realize how fast they were. What the fuck? I always, like, imagined when you see... Dude, can you imagine s- being, like, one of the species that has to fucking deal with that shit? Holy fuck. Dude, yeah. yeah. Just right by you. Little deep ocean <laughs> creatures. And then all of a sudden... Deep ocean's nuts. Tsunamis are massive. That's so much water that's moving at 500 miles per hour, and it's Through collecting water. more as it's going. Yeah. So you're just you're just swimming along, and then all of a sudden, just 
you just you're just all of a sudden roaring through the ocean because obviously <laughs> and you're on the other side of the ocean now yeah dude, that's what finding nemo 3 should be about wash up on dry land just yeah no kidding dude and man that probably changes so much like takes so many species out of their habitats and their ecosystems or some shit i imagine takes them far away from their like mating ground and just fucking roars them at 500 miles per hour across the ocean. Well, speaking of fucking animals being moved, in 2007, flooding on the banks of the Huai River in China moved 2 billion rats into central China, which destroyed over 6,000 square miles of cropland and caused an estimated $3.13 billion in damage. And this is from Chinese Jeez. floods, displaced billions of rats, mice, raised fears of disease on USA Today. Holy fuck. I mean, it's because rats are having fucking sex 150 times a day. They're just bleeding <laughs> and then boom. Can you imagine like, oh shit, there's a, got a whole army. and then two billion rats in your town. <laughs> oh my god, dang. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Dang, this flood is really something. How do you recover? Ocean of rats. You just move. Running through the streets. That's terrifying, man. I already am not a huge fan of rats. So two billion of them just sounds like a nightmare actual night. yeah there was one in my garage a couple days ago and i like every time i went to the garage i was like like a rat keeping one eye like over a rat, my shoulder rat or like a mouse yeah like a rat rat no it was a big ass boy that's fucked i don't like that dude i don't like that Fuck i brought that. my dog out with me dude i was like spiral fucking scared away Bring your dog out to fight a rat, or just get a disease. Dude. <laughs> I'll fight it. I'll fight it with him. Or the rat will just try to have sex 150 times. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it comes back in. Trigo. Uh, okay, next fact: more deaths and injuries from lightning have occurred in Florida than all other states combined. Yeah, this is from the top uh, ten of the most dangerous U.S. states for lightning deaths <laughs> by Rachel Black. <laughs> of course, it's Florida. Florida though. is wild, yeah, though. Like it had to be Florida. Yeah. When I went to Florida, I went to Disney World, and uh, there'd just be random lightning and thunderstorms. Just You'd be going through the park, and people would just treat it as like a normal occurrence. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> All of a sudden, just a torrential like downpour. Everyone's just whipping out their ponchos. It was wild. That actually sounds kind of cool. Um, yeah, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I really liked thunderstorms a lot. It so. was warm rain, too. It was like nice warm rain. That's wild. Next fact. Take shelter when your hair starts to stand on end in a storm. It often means that positive charges are rising through you, reaching up towards the negatively charged part of the storm and making you a target for lightning. I recently was watching a YouTube video that was talking about this, and there was like a photo of these two brothers that were like playing in a storm, and both their hair is all standing on a complete end, and they're like, oh, this is sick. And then right after that photo, they got fucking struck by lightning, and it left both of them with like permanent scars all through their body, and one of the brothers ended up killing himself because he didn't like the like yeah. shit from all the scars Holy and fuck. stuff. And you're like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah, so if you're ever in a storm and you feel it, you see, like, your hair start to stain on it and shit, bro, like, that Get is, out. that is, like, that is, like, code red. If you see Godzilla, it's like when Brian Cranston's running from the fucking tunnel of fucking poison gas, dude. It's like, get the fuck out of there now. Like, oh, God. oh my God. Dude, that, yeah, that sounds terrifying. You're just, you're just out, like, having a good time. You're chilling. All of a sudden, your hair is just floating upwards yeah cause you had you hang out with your friend and you know this fact and you like look over and you see that his hair starting to fan and you're in the middle of the forest or something just push him out of the way give him a big hug share the light share spread the fucking light spread the light bro <laughs> yeah spread the light dear god <laughs> and I was so caught up in that one I didn't even yeah that was a yeah that's terrifying hit us with a dude 
Hit us with it. From any uh, from any TV show I watch, if you get struck by lightning, you usually get a superpower, so I might be down. Yeah, you know, that's a good idea. Next fact. Research shows that the average American has one more hour of free time every day than he did in 1965, but he spends 40% less time with his children now. And this is from Fat, Dumb, and Ugly, The Decline of the Average American by Peter Strupp and Alan Digman. Um, I don't know what to say about this other than it's just fucking sad. <laughs> Back to the fucking... Hey, Americans are having... A four-year-old child would prefer to watch television than hang out with Yeah. Them. <laughs> like, <laughs> Americans just get more free time on average over a span of time. But then also in that span of time, they're now, with their newfound free time, despite deciding to spend less of their time with their kids. Brutal. Ancient Egyptians stuffed moldy bread inside wounds to treat infections. From Medical Botany, Plants Affecting Human Health by Walter H. Lewis. Do we get, we don't, we just get these facts, we don't know if they worked or not. Yeah. I'm going to assume that it's not the most effective way to treat rotten wounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you what if you introduce, like, a good bacteria that eats the plant? I don't fucking know. I, mean, I don't know botany and... That's just, that's just, that's just fucking thought about, studied, and fucking all done. Is that trial and error they were talking yeah. about, though? Yeah, we're not, I'm not yeah. in we're past an the era where I have rotten wounds. Sticking moldy bread inside putting your... fucking loaf of sourdough in there. Rotting wound. Um... <laughs> A father in early Rome could legally sell any family member into slavery. This is from Essential Latin, The Language and Life of Ancient Rome by GDA Sharpley. That's also very sad. Very sad, and just a fucking another classic example of the patriarchy, bro. Same book. In early Rome, a father could legally execute any member of his household. Dear God. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Dude? Next up, <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't been doing your chores. Time to fucking go. When blonde hair became fashionable in ancient Rome, thousands of Nordic blondes were captured and slain by Roman soldiers so that their hair could be used for wigs. This is from On Blondes by Joanna Pittman. <laughs> man, humans have just really, really. Man. I like what you got. <laughs> yeah, fucking dark, dark history, man. <laughs> like holy shit. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> That's just fucking nuts. <laughs> get, a, get out of here, dude. Get, a, get us out of Get me out of here, man. I want to hear different facts, bro. <laughs> Every day Martin Luther ate a spoonful of his own poop. He wrote... <laughs> he wrote... <laughs> what? What? He wrote praises to God for his generosity in giving man such an important and useful remedy. And this is from The Big Necessity, The Unmentionable World of Human Waste and Why It Matters, I wrote George. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God, for this shit. What? Oh, shit, I wish I could poop every day, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> You're eating a spoonful? <laughs> dude, that dude's breast is so terrible. Of, circle of life. The circle of life. Yeah, who would want to kiss that? You just... Oh. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. Stop. Make it stop, dude. Why are we still in the poop section? <laughs> We're not, dude. We're in some other weird shit. 
Oh, man. We're in, like, history. <laughs> Poop history. Poop history. George Washington and Thomas Jefferson grew marijuana on their plantations from the North American Industrial Hemp Council. Not surprising, dude. I heard about that one. Not surprising. I mean... Before hemp was illegalized, like... Yeah, before they went on some bullshit. It used to be a very big fucking crop for lots of fabrics Our founding shit. fathers were all about it, and then, uh... Now we got all sorts of fucking companies who are making money, and they're losing money if cannabis is uh, being used for all sorts of textile products and such. <laughs> so you gotta make that shit illegal. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Let's cut down them trees instead of a fucking hemp. Yeah, dude. Can't believe it. Yeah. <sighs> An estimated 7 million people died during the Ukraine famine of 1932 to 1933, about 25,000 people per day at its peak. The famine was engineered by Joseph Stalin to destroy the region's drive for independence. And this is from Ukrainian Famine. Wow. From ebelio.org. Wow. 25,000 people a day. Just cut off all food, I guess. That's so fucking nuts. That's just... I mean, that's next level. And that guy is responsible for it. That guy is responsible for 25,000 people a day dying. That's fucking so nuts, dude. That's some evil shit. Man. I can't even hear Alex again. God damn it. As the world's most venomous insect per sting, the Japanese giant hornet kills 40 people every year, all of them excruciatingly painful deaths. This is from Extraordinary Animals, an encyclopedia of curious and unusual animals by Ross Piper. That is the wasp or that, hornet or whatever the fuck that is now in America. That's in America now. Yeah. And they spotted one, like, a little outside of our own town. Fuck. That's... Oh, I'm not about it. I'm not... I, dude, I already have, like, <laughs> deep-seated phobia of bees and shit that can sting you from some shit that happened to me when I was a kid. But fuck, man, now there's just actually some fucking killer ass thing. Ugh. No, I'm not about it, dude. I'm not about it at all. That sounds so horrible. Imagine a tiny bug stinging you and you just die. All Not right. Down. In 2007, a British climber reached the summit of Mount Everest, but ran out of air during his descent. As many as 40 climbers passed the dying man, unwilling to risk using up their own oxygen to help him. This is from As Others Pass, Climber Dies Alone on Mount Everest, from the Associated Press. Dude, this is getting dark and sad. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting real dark and real sad, man. Assholes. 40 people? <laughs> yeah. 40 fucking people. That's fucking, that's horrible. Like, what? You can find 20 million microscopic animals living on a square inch of human skin. This is from that book of perfectly useless information. Wait, how many? Mitchell Simmons. 20 million microscopic 20? animals. 20 million. In a square inch of your skin? Yep. Dude, that's fucking sick. There's party going yeah. on. You got party. We got just <laughs> big party buses, dude. It's a little farm on our bodies. We're like, we're like massive party buses, dude. When full, the bladder expands to roughly the same size as a softball. And this is from 19 Things You Didn't Know About the Human Body by Truman Heading. Yeah, I, for some reason I thought that our bladders were bigger than that. Expands to the size of a softball. 
That's cool, dude. Hit <laughs> 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 us with the next one. Uh, a NASCAR fan once set, sent over half a million emails to a Fox network for airing a baseball game instead of a scheduled race. And this is from the best book of useless information ever. A few thousand other things you probably don't need to know by New Noel Botham. They're just, they're just pissed. That's five hundred thousand fucking emails. They're like, where's the fucking NASCAR race, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are all these emails saying, man? How much can you say? A lot. All right, I think so I'm gonna close. cut it there because we have gone on now. I hope you guys enjoyed that on. weird, wacky one. Uh, <laughs> I don't really kind of an experimental one. But yeah, you know, you don't um, have to worry about this happening again. So, if you didn't enjoy that one, or you're not listening anymore, I get it. <laughs> I do have one more fact that I'm gonna read off um, after we're done, just to leave you guys with. But yeah, thank you for your tuning in to episode 14 of the sweet peaceful we will be back again next week with a normal episode with your regular normal episode we'll have the shows movies animes and music all that good stuff maybe Devin will continue his winning streak on the instagram popularity maybe, polls. maybe maybe we'll see we will see thanks everyone so yeah the final fact to let you guys sit with when you pee a small amount of urine enters your mouth through the saliva glands. Oh my god. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>